This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, this is episode number 207, 207, for those of you who don't say O oh, instead of the zero. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I am also joined by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. How about yourself? I am doing awesome as always. Did I say that already? I might have already said that. No, I don't think you did. Yeah, so uh, great week in wrestling. How was, was it? Uh, not, I don't know. That wasn't a terrible week in wrestling. Wasn't a, I wouldn't go great. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't go great either. I don't know why I said great. I think I was going to say it was a great week outside of wrestling, and then great week in wrestling happened. What's great outside of wrestling? I don't know. Some concerts were announced. Some cool things were announced. Like what? What was announced for you? Well, I'm, what do you mean for me? Well, I mean, what struck your eye? Uh, well, at first, I mean, New Kids on the Block didn't really strike my eye, but then, like, they're touring with TLC and Nelly, so when am I ever going to get to see TLC and Nelly? And TLC, my very first CD, one of two first CDs, was Crazy Sexy Cool, so, <laughs> so I'm going to go, I guess. Wow. Forty right. for, Get a $40 ticket, sit all the way up, who cares, right? I'll go. And it doesn't seem really worth it. They're not what they used to be. Yeah, of course. One of them's dead. L is dead. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. It could be fun. But Darius Rucker announced uh, his shows, Tim McGraw. Yeah, but are you going to see Tim McGraw? I might. I might go see Tim McGraw. All right. I'm considering seeing uh, Eric Church up here in Albany. I don't know yet. I, I would like to. Yeah. They also they also have the uh, Masters of Illusion coming around with uh, uh, Dan Sperry and a bunch of others that I want to see again. Yeah, they were just not, not a bunch of others. You didn't see a bunch of others. You no, no, Dan but I'm Sperry. saying that we – yeah, but – He's with uh he's traveling with a bunch of others from yeah they were on Evolution. they were on Broadway and now they're off were they? Broad, yeah now they're off Broadway doing shows in New York I think somewhere but it's not somewhere di- in New York City but it's different people though no it's them but how does it work is it like every year it's a group of different uh, magicians no I think this is just a different tour well that's the thing every I feel like they have different seasons or I guess different tours of them. There's always different uh, illusionists and magicians traveling as the uh, Masters of Illusion or uh, with that like that product name. Yeah, well. But still should be a lot of fun. Yeah, so how was your week? My week, it was good. Got back in the swing of things with uh, school and everything. <laughs> Look at you, the king of swing of things. <laughs> yeah, right? Where did I get that from? Um, yeah, but everything's good by me. How's everything good with you? Everything I've, good with me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I saw I saw some, uh, I don't know. It was good, it was good what, stuff. Did you see some of what? <laughs> I don't want to say it. I really don't want to say it. All right, don't no, say I'm it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it's just fun I stuff. I mean, I'm not going to press you to say it. Yeah, you're not going to press me to say it. Ew. What? Yeah. So, uh, fan it's questions like, and comments. Right now, for, for some reason, I just picture myself giving you a gorilla press slam. 
Right. How do you think that would go? Uh, it would go as you trying to touch me and getting your nose broken. Yeah. Yeah. So I know how that works? You said you know how that works. No, I said. Is that how that one works? Absolutely, that's how that one works. Random breaking noses since, what, 89, 90, 89? Uh, I guess it would be 2015. I've never broken somebody's nose before. Uh, I'm not going to lie to my fans or, or listeners for people who aren't fans of mine but listen to I, the show. <laughs> I guess you are correct. I'm throwing, um, I'm throwing can it. Can I just throw it out there? Are we actually recording right now? Yes, we are actually because recording I right see now. you like... No, we are we are actually recording now, and I was going to say that I'm uh, throwing a cookie party, so hopefully that turns out well. How does that work? First of all, I just got the idea a few weeks ago. I want I just want to make chocolate chipless cookies, as in chocolate chip cookies without the chocolate chips in them, because I fucking hate chocolate chips and cookies. <clears throat> well, I don't hate them, but most of the time they're just too ugh for me. Isn't that like the same thing as a sugar cookie? No, are the you extra kidding? Sugar? No, are you kidding me right now? I don't know. How could it be a sugar cookie? You don't have chocolate chips in a sugar cookie, and that's the chocolate chip cookie. Oh, but you should. I, I have put chocolate chips in sugar cookies. What about in that? This what is it? The ginger snaps. Uh, I don't do ginger snaps, and in fact, ginger bread is not going to be allowed at the cookie party. Why? Because you're a redhead. No, because ginger bread is just disgusting. Uh, I absolutely uh, can't stand gingerbread. I like gingerbread. It's like lemon torts. What is that? Those are good. But, I like those. But I you first, ever, What's your favorite? If you could order any cookies from uh, the Girl Scouts, which cookies do you oh, go for? from Girl Scouts? Yeah, have, which one do you go for? It have to be Samoas. Absolutely <laughs> Samoas. Co- coconut, chocolate. I like those are the Thin Mints. And I thin think, I, I don't know what a Caramel Delight is, but I'm almost certain I would I would like that one. The best is where you put the Thin Mints or even the small, uh, more Thin Mints in the freezer and then you eat them out of the freezer. No, no, so- no. I don't subscribe to putting things in freezers and eating things out of there that don't belong in freezers unless it's a pudding cup. Oh, I completely do. What uh, I miss the most is Carvel used to have Girl Scout cookie Sundays, So they would take this the Girl Scout cookies and throw it into this ice cream sundae and mix it all up and be like, oh man, this is amazing. Alright. Alright, so let's get on to the comment. Okay. But you cut me off though with the oh, sorry. with the whole cookie party. I wanted to to make those cookies and then I posted a status about it and I was like, yo, let's have a cookie party and people were down, so I made a cookie party. And uh then Is I Is this an open invite to the listeners or no? <laughs> no. And then I urban dictionaried it and apparently according to Sil- Sarah Silverman it's uh a term for diddling. Did what <laughs> Yeah, she was. It was on her show, I guess, where she's like, "I'm having a hardcore cookie party in here. Don't come in or something like that." I don't know. But, so what? So you, but at this cookie party that you're having, it's actually cookies. Oh no, it's an orgy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it's it's actual. It's cookies. Yeah, it's cookies. All right, just clarifying. So uh, last week we had a comment from Jasmine that came in too late for the show, but as always, we'll read it and answer it. She wrote in saying, Hey guys, thanks for another awesome episode of the podcast. I really hope I'm not too late in commenting, but here I go anyway. I know you guys heard about Tough Enough coming back to the USA Network. I was thinking of how much I enjoyed the last one, and I was just wondering what happened to that guy, Luke. I think he was the runner-up last season. Do you guys 
Uh, do you guys know what he's up to these days? Thanks again, at Reverse Enemsage. Isn't he doing... He was on the Independency for a little bit. He's the guy with the short hair, right? Luke? Short hair? No. Yeah. I, did he have short hair? Um, If you can't hear me. Wait, yeah, oh, yeah, short Luke, hair. Yeah. yeah. Wait, but Luke he didn't... Luke Robinson. But he didn't win, right? No, he came in second. Yeah. I don't know um, what he's up to. I didn't. I know he was doing the independent circuit for a while. Um, I don't know if he's still doing independent wrestling, but he was for a little bit of time. He may have. He may have put every hung everything up. Hung up um, his boots. On December 6, thousand twelve, Luke Robinson competed for the first time in his home state of Maine since leaving Tough Enough. I don't know. It doesn't really say. I mean, I guess we just have Wikipedia to work off of. Yeah. Uh, not too sure. Let's see. Yeah. What is oh, Andy? here he is. What's Andy Levine up to? Oh, we're not following him on on Twitter. Should we follow him? Oh, we're not following him. We'll follow him. Andy, uh, Le- Andy Levine is cousins of Dan Spivey. Are you kidding me? Is that how he got to be on the show? <laughs> I mean, probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you want to follow Luke Robinson, see what he's been up to. It's, uh, at Luke Robinson 13. Has he been so, up to anything? Uh, he's been tweeting. He's been tweeting. So he's alive. That's good to see. That's a plus. Uh, doesn't really look like anything wrestling too much, mainly uh, lifting stuff. But, yeah. Bro, bro do you even lift? Psh, hell no. <laughs> um, no, I'm trying to get back into it, but it sucks. Uh, all right. And then Jasmine put another – oh, do we want to talk about Tough Enough right now since she brought it up? I mean, you could. I don't know. Or a little bit later. What, what is right. there to talk well, about? Well, no, WWE, is it confirmed? What, that it's going to be on USA Network? Yeah, didn't we discuss this like two weeks ago? No, Um, it is confirmed that they are bringing back Tough Enough. Uh, What do you... I'm almost certain we discussed this, but... Maybe we did. Oh, yeah, maybe we did. What were you going to say? Are they showing those interviews again, like the tryouts, or no? Oh, that's what I said when we discussed it. I was like, yeah, because I brought I, up like, Davari. Re- yeah, not Davari. You brought up Sanjay Dutt, which now I think oh, yeah. you mean Davari, or did you mean Sanjay? I think Davari was the one that auditioned. Yeah, but I I really do hope we get to see those in ring auditions again because that was cool seeing them. I think that was in WWE New York. They had a few of them because they had one in Florida, I think, as well. Because they did have one outside. Well, that was – oh, yeah. Well, that was the fourth season or whatever, the one with Miz, Ryback, Boogeyman. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, they go back to that aspect of it. I think – hopefully, Stone Cold Steve Austin's the head trainer again. Yo, he's doing so many shows. Dude, Stone Cold Steve Austin is – I would put he's a genius. He's if, up there with Gene Simmons in first marketing all, himself. First of all, he wasn't a head trainer. He wasn't. I don't think so. Wasn't was he training people? No, but I always thought that he, I always looked at him as the head because he was the person speaking at the eliminations. He was and, the host. Okay, it was it was Booker T, Bill Demott, Trish Stratus that were trainers. Oh, all right. And, so and he was the host. I hope that he hosted again then. Yeah, I do. I do too. But. Uh, He's got a huge workload, man. He's hosting Broken Skull Challenge. He's got Redneck, Redneck Island. Anybody else watch Redneck Island that's listening? Me and Brandon watch it. It's awesome. 
Are you talking to people in your apartment right now? Or no, I'm talking to our listeners. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that show. I'm a huge fan of it. And I, I've watched it since season one. I, I wish they weren't by a lake anymore. I wish they were, I mean, not anymore. I wish they weren't by a lake this season. I wish they were actually in Mexico or, or on a tropical beach again. Yeah, but Stone Cold's really doing well for himself. And he has his podcast and every uh, a lot of other things. Going yeah, on. also, if uh, I guess we could just plug in ProWrestlingTees.com if you want a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt from them. Yeah, I'm tempted and, uh, to buy something from him. They also they have uh, autographed hats from him too for forty bucks. That's a that's a good deal. Yeah, but then realize that if you do buy uh, material like that, the autograph's probably going to wear after a bit, as opposed to on like a eight by ten or something. But not, I mean, maybe though. I mean, I have I have autographed hats and it's been and it's still good. Yeah. Hmm. It sucks when I had Judah Freelander sign a hat. It it was not coming out at all. It was just like sinking into the material. I was like, what is happening? That's what she said? No, I don't think so. Eh, maybe not. All right, let's go on to Jasmine. Uh, well, I guess we'll Jasmine's continue with Jasmine. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, how is it going? It looks like I commented a little too late last week. Which is a good song, called- good song, Too Little Too Late by JoJo. Just going to throw that out there. Triggered my memory. I'm going to say it. Cheap plug. Uh, that's really <laughs> for, cheap. for my great friend Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you talking about the character from Horton Hears a Who? No, who's that? Jojo, Jojo. the singer. She was Jojo. like 13 when she first had the leave get out. Right <laughs> All right. For some reason, I'm thinking Jojo of WWE. Oh. Isn't yeah. that her name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I was how, is, about her. how is that Jojo from Horton Hears a Who? Well, because there's a Jojo in Horton. Horton, here's a who. I've never seen it. Yeah, that's the kid. But it's I, a good movie. It's funny. Steve I, Carell, I, Jim Carrey. Isn't... Oh, no. Yeah, okay. Wait. No. no. Yes, no. no. That's correct. No, it, it's not correct. It's not correct. It's the other movie. It's the other movie. <laughs> and people, it's funny because we know what we're talking Whoville. about. Whoville? No, no, it's not Whoville. Because that's the same thing. <laughs> we know what we're talking about, but the other people have like, what the fuck are they saying? Well, jo- Jojo is in Horton, here's a who. We were talking about Taylor Swift just then, right? Of course. Yeah, so that's the other one. The I don't know what it's called. She continues, that's quite all <laughs> right, though. <laughs> Thanks for giving us fans another great episode. It's a lot of fun hearing Dave get angry about Raw. Thank you. I wanted to know your thoughts. Uh, raw, raw alternative. Uh, just raw came alternative? to me. Just came raw to me, though. There yeah, it's raw, raw alternative. No, no, but there's no raw, A. Raw alternative? Raw alternative. It's it- like... Southern Brawl. It was the like, the Lorax, brawl by alternative. the way. The Lorax. Uh, it just came to me. No, no, no. Not the Lorax. That's no, not the, JoJo. No, Taylor Swift was in the Lorax. Oh, yeah. With Zach Galifianakis? No, Zach, no. Zach Efron. No, I don't Yeah, he so. did a voice in that, I think. Was it him? I don't know. I've never listened to it or watched it. it <laughs> I other... curse. What? Nothing. 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 I don't know. Yeah, it was Zach Efron. Yeah. All right, um, ba 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 ba. I personally think it. What? No, I was gonna say you were reading. Oh, I personally think it's a good thing for fans who are bored of the WWE product and want to experience something a little different. It's also good for WWE fans who haven't really had the chance to see what the independent wrestling scene has to offer. If they don't want to tune into uh, while Raw is on, they can easily tune into the live feed during commercial breaks or something. I'm sure a lot of talent would catch the eyes of the fans who aren't familiar with independent wrestling. I actually had PWG Bola 2014 playing the other day, and I loved 
that my brother, who isn't familiar with independent wrestling at all, was saying things like, whoa, that was awesome, or holy crap, he could do that? At one, at one time, he actually said that he enjoyed watching this more than WWE. He was also really shocked that Candice LeRae was in a match with, uh, with, uh, with other men. With other men? I think it should just be with men. With men, yeah. Because that's kind of implying that Candice LeRae is a man, but right? But it's funny because fun I'd say the same exact thing. Yeah. Um, but we know what you meant. Uh, anyway, I'm really interested in hearing your predictions for the Royal Rumble. Thanks again. At Reverse Enemsage. Uh, thank you for commenting. I'm actually going to pull up some of these matches right now. I just got out of class, so my computer's not really too uh, ready for this recording. Uh, but I agree with you. Brandon, did you catch any of uh, World Alternative or no? Uh, here and there. I didn't watch full anything. I saw like one move. I can't remember any of it, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it was actually a really, really entertaining event. I watched it during Raw instead of Raw. And honestly, I still – I don't care what happened on Raw. I mean I, I made the right decision. When I turned it on, the quality was so shitty that I was just like, I'm not well, watching no, this. It, it depends on the – there was one um, in one promotion that did – the quality wasn't too good of the video, but every video was different. Right. So, well, well, if I'm, if, it, but if I'm if I'm tuning in at one point and I see that it's so shitty, why am I going to go and? Oh yeah, you, you're going to assume. Yeah, you, you'll assume that every match has that same quality. So you shouldn't put out quality like that, like that, if you're if you want people. To yeah, I I think that it's a great idea to have this. I was entertained um, highly by this. The reason I didn't live tweet was because we do hit a raw. We get put in raw. Uh, what is it? Uh, what are you talking Twitter about? I, you were live tweeting that shit. No, I wasn't. I was yes, just announcing. I was, nope. I was just saying what matches were upcoming. Which uh, is live tweeting. No, it isn't. I didn't say anything about the what's going on during the match. Eh, that's not what live tweeting is. Exactly. If so I, that's if I go on Twitter right nope. now and say I'm having a conversation with Dave about live tweeting, that's live tweeting this conversation. Uh, I don't think that is. I think that's just announcing what it is. I don't think it's live tweeting him. That's why I'm the king live of tweeting. tweeting. Live tweeting is full coverage of something. No, it doesn't have to be. You do live tweeting of Raw. That's yeah, but if, if you do live tweeting of anything, live tweeting of me going to make marinara sauce, that's, oh, look at this. I just cut up a tomato. 15 minutes uh, later. Oh, I still think that announcing the matches that are upcoming are not live tweeting. I consider full coverage as as actually live tweeting covering it. Well, I say potato, just, you say sweet potato. So. Just gonna some of these matches that everybody got to see on YouTube, and it's for free. Um, you got to see Athena versus Mia Yim from Girls Night Out uh, Beyond Wrestling. You got to see from Dreamwave Wrestling, Rich Swan and AR Fox versus Christian Rose and Matt Cage. Uh, Kevin Steen versus Mike Bailey. You got the Young Bucks versus Super Smash Brothers, Ricochet versus Josh Alexander, Chris Hero, Johnny Gargano, and a ton more, Ethan Page. And it's cool because all these promotions, you had St. Louis Anarchy, AAW Wrestling, Interspecies, uh, 2CW Smash Wrestling, uh, Alpha One Wrestling, and a ton more. And it was just cool, just all these promotions coming together to put together a quality uh, alternative to Raw. Um and some of these matches were awesome, like Kevin Steen versus Mike Bailey. I I'm not too familiar with Mike Bailey, but that match was unbelievable. I thought I wasn't expecting it to actually be a full match. What and was that match from? When? Yeah. 
I I don't know, but it's from C4 Wrestling. But I'm not too sure when. I, I mean, all of these, I know that some of these aren't recent matches. They just wanted to put the content out there to uh, get people to watch. I'm, I don't know if they're going to be keeping up to this. I don't know if next Raw they'll be doing this again. I, don't, I guess we'll let you know if they do. Hopefully they do. But I highly agree with Jasmine that people should be checking it out. Especially if you're tired of watching the promos on Raw. So now what do you want to do? Do you want to, I mean, might tango? as well. Do, no. Oh, we got to, oh, I don't know. What, you want to tango? No, what do you want to <laughs> cover? I mean, normally, because the Royal Rumble is Sunday, we'll, we'll end with that, with WWE. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, I guess let's run through some uh, outside the renews. Did you see that stuff with uh, Triple H and that kid? Yeah, I, I did. I have it DVR'd, though. I, ha- I didn't watch it yet. Was it from, I don't, was it from the live Raw? I thought it was from a house show. No, it was from Monday Night Raw. Just before. it was just from this past week. Oh yeah, um, a kid was crying, and Triple H took notice of it. No, Triple H did. Triple H made him cry. How so? Like he did something, and then I guess made him cry. Mm-hmm. So then Triple H noticed and went over to comfort the kid, and then they took him backstage. Lucky bastard. Which only means that, Brandon, if we do get front row, you got to start practicing your fake crying. I could fake cry like anything. Right now, do it. I mean, I'm, I'm doing it. It's happening right now. Wow. No, vocally, I can't vocally do it. you got to look at the tears in my eyes. I could, I could picture your, the tears in your eyes. And I'm... Yeah, because you're a mean bitch. Whoa. Hey, now. Hey, oh, now. If, if, if you guys are going to be attending any of the upcoming house shows for uh, WWE, there's a good chance you'll be seeing uh, Chris Jericho in action. I thought you were going to say there's a good chance of crying and getting backstage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just cry in the front row and hope that it catches the eye of someone. Um, it's, not yeah, a, Jericho, it's not a great chance. He's, he's performing on probably the A show. What do you mean? There's an A show or B show. He's probably performing on the A shows. Oh, I, I don't know. I just know on his podcast, he lists uh, pretty much every single WWE event coming up. He's going to be performing at. Except for got, the Royal Rumble that he didn't announce. Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't uh, do any TV tapings or anything like that. And he didn't make note. He'll be at MSG. Um, but the thing is that this is going to – he said that this is going to be his last WWE tour for a little bit of time. So I think he's probably going to take a break to focus a lot more on Fozzie. Um, they just had the new album out, right? Or maybe it's not um, most, just that, but yeah, it wasn't in the past few months. Yeah. Um, check it out. Check out Fozzie's album too. You, do you want to start a war? It was actually really entertaining, really good stuff. Um, all right. So that is all the pro wrestling talk that we have this week. Oh, outside the ring news. I thought you were going to talk about that. That <laughs> what, what else do you want to talk about? The most unfunny fucking guy in the world. Who's this? At least. Will Ferrell. Oh, I think he's funny. I get a laugh out of him. I have. I could honestly say that I might have never laughed once at one of his jokes or skits on SNL. I just don't get it. Really? Like, yeah. I don't. And you laugh at Andy? Watch his face, Sandberg. No, I hate Andy Sandberg. What about that other guy that I always forget with the nose? The one that looks like Owen Wilson's like stepchild. Um, oh, that almost sounds like you're just describing Andy the kid. Sandberg. 
the kid on the kid on <laughs> Channel Four. He took over for one of them. Uh, Seth Myers. Yeah, that fucker. I don't like him. Yeah, he's not, he went. He hasn't really been in any skits. He's not funny at all. You should just quit. What is oh, that? Are I, you serious, bro? Someone's calling me. I don't, if it's not you, I don't know who it is. But clearly call, not me. Are you kidding me? I'll be right back. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you want me to diddle my thumbs or whatever. Are you, are you good to go again or what? Did you answer your phone call? I am good to go. Okay, so some independent wrestling will be taking place this week, this Saturday. Uh, Deer Park, New York, MYWC Sideshow, the last stop for the Psycho Circus. Uh, some of the matches that we're going to be seeing there are a uh, grudge match between Big O and DJ Hyde. And if Big O wins, he'll be receiving the MYWC championship, uh, or he'll he'll be given a match. I was gonna say he's <laughs> gonna give a rematch, but it's not a rematch. He's going to be placed in a match at the Psycho Circus. So yeah, well, uh, hopefully this uh, works out for Big O. I mean, he kind of got the shit end of the stick where he was champion, and then got injured. Yeah. So hopefully uh, this is a little bit of a uh, him climbing the ladder continuing the nywc starlet championship will be on the line as the boy diva rick cataldo defends against sammy pickles yeah that that should be uh maybe we'll see sammy pickles pick up her first uh title win yeah i mean she's a pretty much a newcomer but definitely no lacking of skills there yeah we also have the nywc tag team championships on the line the newly crowned Tag Team Champions Team Tremendous will be, I guess, given the rematch to the past champions, Milk Chocolate. And what a fantastic match they had at the previous show. These two teams really put it all out there, and it was such an incredible match. Um, yeah, I think uh, it was a treat for everybody that attended that uh, NYWC event. Of course, we know the Juicy Product were in the house last time. Maybe will they be in the house this time? Yeah, I mean, they do have, I do believe that they get a title shot at the circus. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they'll be facing the winner of this, but I cannot see JT Dunn and David Starr being so quiet during this match. Yeah, but we'll have to see on the 31st of yeah, January. So- something, uh, something else that we're going to be seeing is the main event, Tag Team Lumberjack action, the Demonic Juggernaut, Apollyon, and the Devil's Outlaw Stockade. Taking on Chainsaw, Joe Gacy, and the unholy father himself, Mikey Whipwreck. That should be a good match, uh, especially everything the fallout from uh, the order, uh, the last event where you had the Order of the, Bla- uh, order of the Black and Vitgo's uh, group of, I don't know, how, what's a good word to call them? Those goons? Yeah, let's go with Vitgo's goons. Uh, taking on Mikey Whipwreck and all of his friends. Ranging from Joe Attell, Joey Conway, and uh, J-Ro. So it, I'm sure they'll be uh, included in that Lumberjack match. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I highly suggest that every fan attend this event. Should be good. Uh, go check out nywcwrestling.com for any further inf- information. Um, there's, of course, going to be a lot more matches announced and some not announced. So go check it out. Yeah. Um, also, you, you have on that day... JCW Jersey Championship Wrestling taking place in Manville, uh, Manville, New Jersey. You're going to be seeing the JCW champion himself, Joey Janela, taking on Kyle the Beast in his first title defense. 
Yeah, we got the JCW Tag Team Championships on the line as well. The Players Club, Eric Andretti and Damian Darling defending their championships against the Garden State Gods. You uh, also, what's that? I was going to say, what else do we have? Uh, you got the Extreme Championship on the line as Bandito Jr. defends in a four-way elimination match against Frightmare, Too Hot Steve Scott, and Lucky 13. Um, just to add to the event, how can we forget, but uh, Sid's going to be in the house. I am. Yeah, Psycho Sid will be there, the Sandman, and a few more. I uh, am the master. Brandon is. <laughs> That's, isn't that, wasn't that Sid's theme song in WWE? I don't He'd be know. Like, I am the man. He'd be like, I am the man. I am the master. I am the master. I don't remember that one. I think I just so. remember his like old old one. Where, uh, yeah, the old, old one. The one that goes... Yes, that one. But everyone should go check out jerseychampionshipwrestling.com for more information. That's Manville, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, we also have taking place on the 31st at the Rahway Rec Center in Rahway, New Jersey. Pro Wrestling Syndicate Frozen Fallout. Uh, what a, a really crazy match this is. We got a barbed wire match where... They take the fucking ropes off and replace it with barbed wire. Or at least we assume that's what they're doing. That's, I mean, what else is it? I got to assume that's what that is. Kevin Matthews taking on Brian Myers. This feud has been bubbling over the past few weeks, months, I should say. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. I say um, neither of them come out on top after this one. Um, I would like to see Brian win this one. I would. I would, too. Uh, uh, four corners match for the PWS Championship. As Falaba defends his championship against Dan Moff, Bonesaw, and Mario Bocara. Yeah, we got the tag team championships on the line. Handicap Heroes looking to capture the titles away from the Reynolds brothers. We have so many more matches. The Suicidal Six-Way Championship will be on the line. There's a tournament for the TV title. You got the Rock and Roll Express there. You got Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Larry Zabisco, so many more. Chris Payne, uh, New Jack, a lot of fun. So go check that out. You can go uh, check out bedofnails.com or prowrestlingsyndicate.com. Yeah. Um, also go check out Beyond Wrestling, Hit and Run, taking place the 31st on, in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, this match is pretty stacked. It's going to be you taking mean this place card? In, yeah, the card. Uh, card. Feet Music in Rhode Island, Providence. Um, this is a stack card. You're going to be see, uh, see Kimberly taking on David Starr, Matt Tremont versus Ricky Shane Page. And then what was the main event? We got the tag team match between Chris Hero and JT Dunn teaming up to take on Biff Busick and Drew Gulak. Yeah. So that's, what that a match be, that'll be. Yeah, for sure. Um, you don't want to miss that <laughs> event either. I was going to say, I was about to say, that'll put butts in the seats. <laughs> that's my yeah. favorite fucking line from. Is it Tony Schiavone that says that? Yeah. Um, you got a uh, ton more. Chuck Taylor, Mike Bailey, a lot of fun there. So go check them out. You can go check out lookmanofans.com for more information. All of these events, I believe, do have uh, Facebook events. So if you search it on Facebook, you should be able to find all the information that you need. And, yeah, I think that's all the independent news that we have at you know, the current time. It's funny because I think you were cut off when I was – when your phone rang. We were talking about Will Ferrell being the most unfunniest person ever. Uh -huh. We never mentioned that. It was Tiffany that, that's in the movie or Taron, <laughs> Taron Terrell. 
Yeah, Tyron Terrell was the cheerleader that got hit in the face with that basketball. Yeah, and I, I said when I when I was telling Brent, Brent is like no no cheerleader takes a bump like that. Yeah, I was like that. She fall. I was I was literally saying she falls just like a wrestler. There's no fucking way you get hit in the head and fall backwards on your fucking on your back with your chin tucked. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it turns Brent, out it's Brent Tiffany. Paul. That's fucking hilarious. I mean, I knew that it was. I thought it was like a stunt. Um, what a stunt double or something like that. Yeah, uh, but it stunt. didn't look anything like Ms. Dow. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, this independent news – well, not independent, but outside the ring news, uh, I guess Tara Victoria has some uh, issues with Dixie Carter now. Oh, I saw that she wanted to punch her in the face. Yeah, something like that, I guess. Here, I'll just read it real quick. Uh, she told a story about how she spent $6,000 of her own money to promote TNA in Chicago at her restaurant, The Squared Circle, which everybody should check out. We have not yet, but we want to. Yeah, well, when are we in Chicago? When are we in Chicago? Think what? Do they deliver? Yes, they're going to deliver from Chicago to New York. You think they would? I don't think they would. You should. I think we should record that and try that. Hi, this is Brandon from Marking Out. Is uh, Tara there? I just wanted to let. I wanted to ask a question. Do you guys deliver to New York? What are you? What are you kidding, bro? <laughs> and that's exactly what she sounds like for those that do not know. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, she, and then she went on to say how she held a pro, uh, party to promote them and everything. And she was told that um, that Dixie Carter told them that they should – the roster, the TNA roster, that they should promote a different uh, pizza parlor in, saying, in Chicago saying that that's the best pizza that they've ever had and not the squared circle. And then I guess when Chara found this out, she told Bruce Pritchard, the day I leave my job, I'm punching that see you next Tuesday in the face in reference to Dixie Carter. So did she leave the job and punch that – See you next Tuesday. In the face? I don't – not yet. Not yet. But we do look forward to that day. Wait, not yet though. She's not with TNA, is she? She's um, done, isn't she? I don't know. Maybe she's talking in reference to the, her current job as an owner of uh, Squared Circle. Oh, I don't think – that doesn't sound right. That's what it says. I mean that's the part in quotations as her saying. So who knows the truth about that one? Uh, Goldust may be wrapping up his in-ring career, uh, so he's probably going to be going back to the backstage work. So I guess expect around probably after WrestleMania, him and uh, Stardust them to either feud or have some sort of a fallout. Oh man, let's do it this year. Let's have it. Like, oh, come uh, on, let's have it for. Come on, WWE. This is Goldust's oh, last oh, thing. Perfect, perfect time. Well, yeah, if this is Goldust's last thing, let's have it. Royal oh, Rumble setup. Oh. Boom, WrestleMania match. We don't I need mean, to see Big E versus Rusev. No, let's see uh, <laughs> Stardust versus Goldust. Yeah. Would it yeah, be more Dusty, special Dusty, seeing... Dusty on a pole match. Yeah, okay. If you will. Would <laughs> it be more we... special seeing Goldust versus Cody Rhodes or Goldust versus Stardust? I think Stardust. And now after, just... after Stardust beats Goldust at WrestleMania, does he continue to be Stardust? I think so. I, I mean, he has a great gimmick. Yeah. It's fucking, I also it's, think that he loves the gimmick because it's... It's I so reinvented. It's, and it it's really so is. Good. It's it's very unoriginal. And I feel like if what I was... Mean, his what do you position, mean it's unoriginal? I mean, it's it's very original. <laughs> You're like, it's so unoriginal. I'm like, yeah, I mean, Goldust did it, but... <laughs> but no, I think that if I was in his position, if I was uh, Cody Rhodes, I, he should be... I'm sure he's honored to be... Uh, in such a similar position as Goldust, you, like with the 
similar outfits, very bizarre. And I feel like he's, it has to be some sort of an honor to be trying to fill your older brother's shoes. Yeah, because when he was a kid, he wasn't allowed to watch Goldust. Yeah, he couldn't even wear his shoes. So, but I would, I, that's a great idea with WrestleMania coming around. Yeah, so let's book it, WWE. Let's set book that it. into the, the histories of the annals of WWE WrestleMania histories. Yeah. History. Um, anything else outside the ring news? I don't know. We got that little tiff between uh, CM Punk and Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yeah. Dolph Ziggler made a reference to him. Well, he didn't. Well, on SmackDown, on SmackDown this past week, Dolph Ziggler said that he would rather be in the ring than uh, sitting at home complaining on a podcast. Yeah, and then CM Punk tweeted back saying, uh, wasted arrows. Which it's not like, it's not, I'm sure he was told to go out there to say. It's not. Yeah. I but mean, even if he wasn't, it's still like, it's, it's not wrong. Yeah, Team Ziggler. Oh, what and up? also, if anybody fucking saw that that New York City billboard spoiling WrestleMania, how could you believe that was real? Come on. So that was a fake. Yeah, the real picture was from, I guess, before March of 2011 when Brock Lesnar was on the Ultimate Fighter show. Oh, yeah, with uh, Dos Santos. Yeah, with Dos Santos. So okay. that's when the actual picture was from. Somebody cropped it, completely removed that UFC billboard. I guess it just happened to be a UFC billboard that they chose with Brock Lesnar on it. Yeah, there's no, I don't understand the reasoning behind that. Yeah. Well, I but. mean, it was just a New York city billboard that people how like, where is that New York city that people are going to, you know, what? yeah, see. I guess. I don't know. What else can we talk about? You know what we could talk about? What? Which I think people enjoyed urban dictionary. Yeah. Okay. Let's do some. Yeah. Urban I came across a few, uh, an article on brobible.com. And um, there's a few definitions that they listed, and I guess I should tell you what the article is. It's the five most disgusting sex acts on Urban Dictionary, and whether or not they're worth doing on a scale. Uh, I will one up you right off the bat and say uh -huh. that if Shawnee is Brandon, not Brandon, on there, Brandon, Brandon wrote five of them. <laughs> if Shawnee is not on there, then it's completely the list is completely wrong. I don't know what that is, so don't tell me yet. Let me do the list, <laughs> and then you tell me after, and we'll see if you can top it. All right, so they have it listed. Felching. The act of sucking semen from any human orifice, e.g. anus, vagina. It can be done with a drinking straw when semen is deep inside the rectum. Horace <laughs> had enjoyed his anal intercourse session with Bertie. So much that he decided to felch his own semen from Birdie's anus. Okay. What? What? Like, who's Birdie? Is that a, like a bird or? I, I, I don't know. Maybe Bert and Ernie. Um, but this is this got a six out of ten for health reasons. Wait, but first of all, Chani's not even listening there anymore. So it must have been that bad that. <laughs> all right. Uh, you also should I send you some of these so you, you can read or want me to just go through them? No, you can feel free to read them all. All right, we have munting, M-U-N-T-I-N-G. For the record, I have have you heard of the any? first two? Yes, <laughs> really, I've never heard of these before. Yeah, uh, they never taught this in sex ed. Uh, munting, a variation of necrophilia involving two live people and one dead male oh, or female. What the fuck? I, I don't. I've never heard the I definition. Heard I've heard the words. I've never heard the definitions. Where would you hear a word like this? I don't know. You. Well, you just pick things up. I, I don't know. All right. Well, two months. Fine. 
find and dig up a semi-decomposed corpse. One person then goes down on on said corpse whilst the other jumps on the head on the dead person's stomach, causing the juice's decomposed organs to be forced from all orifices. These are then drank by the person orally connected to the corpse. Hey, Mary, let's go munting. They buried your sister two weeks ago now. She'll be ripe. What the fuck? Really? Um, this got a zero out of ten on the raking. Because you should not be drinking a corpse <laughs> fluid. Because you shouldn't have sex with a fucking corpse. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of tempted to send you one of these. Copy and paste it. I thought you were going to say, I'm kind of tempted to do mutton or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. A great cemetery up the block. Maybe I can find a friend. All right. So next you have a truffle butter. A truffle butter is when you pull pull you dick out of it, the it, asshole. Does it say you or yo? No, it says you. Pull you dick? Pull you dick. I'm guessing it's your. Pull your dick out of the asshole and <laughs> her pussy. And the tan buttery substance around her pussy is truffle butter. Eat my pussy. Hell not, bitch. Not after I just put it in your pussy from your ass. You got truffle butter, ho. Wow. That's a, ten, that's a 10 out of 10 on the scale for the guys because why not? And a 0 out of 10 for girls because lava pussy, uh, lava pissing. Uh, I think that's like something that people on the show didn't want to hear. Yeah, seriously. I think the Alabama Hot Pocket is kind of funny. <laughs> All Except right. it's not because it's fucking disgusting and I don't want to read it on the show and I don't think it should be read on the show. What is it? It's the art of separating the vaginal lips and taking a, a shit inside. Yeah, <laughs> that's what an Alabama Hot Pocket is. And I could, could you please read the, put it in a sentence form? Uh, Shayna decided her vagina needed some lube. <laughs> So her boy, her boyfriend performed an an Alabama hot pocket. Yeah. Um, nobody should really perform any of these acts. We highly suggest that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the next please, one. please. The next read one it. is worth fucking reading. You want to read it? It's the Abe Lincoln. When an unconscious person gets jizzed on their face, uh, gets their pubes <laughs> cut and applied to their face to form a beard, then adorned with a top hat. And in a sentence form, please. I'm not reading the sentence. All right, then I will. <laughs> the, last, <laughs> the last time a gang of transsexuals, Abe Lincoln Stump, he was picking various shades of pubes from his teeth for a week. Huh. So That sentence I thought was going to sound a lot better than it did. Yeah, but of all the five that were read, Dave, <laughs> yes, I know which one would you do? you've done the Abe Lincoln to yourself. And even though you're unconscious, again. never again. Yeah, even though I was unconscious. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I I, I want to keep up with reading Urban Dictionary like here and there. Yeah, I think it's well, funny. We should pre-read them, pre-screen them. Yeah, we probably should pre-screen before we actually pick and choose which one. Like randomly choose one and read it. Yeah. If you guys know a funny Urban Dictionary word, let us know. We'll read it on air. Um. All right. So I guess that's the first segment, right? Is that enough? Do we uh, uh, yeah. cover enough? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I can't think of anything else until like once we stop recording, then I remember everything else we want to talk about. Yeah, I think we're good. How how is Dusty Roads not defined in the Urban Dictionary? That's weird. <laughs> Could you search up a random pro wrestler's name right now? 
Like who? I did. Dusty Rhodes wasn't defined. Nothing came. That's crazy. We should, uh, let's try, let's see. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Not only is he the coolest guy ever to live, but also he is the creator of the hit wrestling move 619. He was known to be the greatest cruiserweight champion of all time. Know it or not, Rey is like (laughs) a high leap forg. Mess with him and you will fuck, he will fuck you up. It's well, fucking definition. Why are the related words to Rey Mysterio <clears throat> Atari, computer screen, cock, dick, Dreamcast, GTA fi- uh, 4, lampshade, lasso, party, penis, PS2, PS3. Party penis? You know, it's two separate words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy, Sea Captain, Sega, Sensor, Bar, Wendy's, Wii, Xbox, and Xbox 360. Why are cock dick and penis and pussy relative words to Rey Mysterio. Well, I'm going to one-up you on this. I just searched Jim Duggan. And Jim Duggan is a... Okay, ready? Don't search it. I'm just going to read it. I wasn't going to. Giving someone a Jim Duggan involves holding up your thumb, inserting it into your partner's anus, and yelling, Ho! Whilst they wave a (laughs) two-by-four and an American flag around like a bad man. Who has to wave the two by four in American flag? How do you do both if you have the thumb know. and a bum? But now in a sentence, this is uh, Vince. I gave Steph the best Jim Duggan last night. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's awesome. How how weird is it that of all the places I go out to eat and I sit at the table, they have celebrity names who have been there on the table, like a little plaque, and Jim Duggan's on my table. That's awesome. Like how like what? How does that happen? That's awesome. All right, so let's let's take that little uh, that little break. You want to do a musical interlude this week? Let's just let's just take a break and uh, we'll, we'll be, be right, back right here, here on on. Yeah, I'm marking out. We got the line Luca Brazzi and the gent Jimmy Conway. You got SPF, the original Wise Guys, South Philly's finest, rocking out with marking out. Bank on it. <laughs> All right, let's kick it off with some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Let's start off with the middles, just because that's the start of uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Kicking it off with that promo. Yeah, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar come out to open up Monday Night Raw, and Paul Heyman went to do his regular shtick, but Brock Lesnar took the mic and called out Seth Rollins. Uh Brock, for whatever reason, was out of breath and kept saying baby. Uh, Triple H ended up coming out, said that Brock Lesnar would have done the same thing if the roles were reversed to Seth Rollins. Uh, Then Brock basically challenged Triple H. Stephanie came out with Big Show and Kane. Seth Rollins appeared on the screen, said he's going to be champion. Cena came out and said he's going to be champion. Uh, what else happened? Stephanie. That's true. I mean, Stephanie it, called Cena a liar for bringing the authority back to power. Cena, uh, oh, Cena oh. said he's winning the Rumble. So, All right, it was. It was. I think they get the point. Yeah, and then Triple H and Stephanie announced that it's going to be, or Triple H announced whatever that's going to be. Uh, Rollins, Big Show, and Kane. That was announced uh, later on, but I don't need to fucking go back into that segment. I was a fan of this entire opening. I thought it was good. I thought it was smart. I thought it set up Monday Night Raw. For the entire uh, the entire show in the main event, and I thought it was good. I liked how Seth Rollins appeared on the screen instead of, uh, I guess, playing into Brock Lesnar and getting going to ringside. 
staying on the screen and kind of antagonizing him um, against the authorities' wishes. I was a fan of it. Yeah. Um, Up next in the middles, we have the NWO coming out to uh, have their little time on the Monday Night Raw. First time since, what, 2002? The NWO. Well, that NWO, at least. Uh, Which, it's... I don't understand. You have Hulk Hogan, but then you send out uh, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and X-Pac. Yeah, Hulk Hogan should have been included with this. Especially when you're talking about the Monday Night Wars. But uh, And why was X-Pac dressed like a chick who just wanted to sit in the dark and eat ice cream? I don't know about that one. And uh, Kevin Nash, of course, like I said, he was cutting the promo, yeah. talking about the Monday Night Wars. And look who shows up but the Ascension cut them off, which I'm completely fine with them cutting off the NWO because they could use that rub. Yeah, but then you have the APA, JBL getting on the standing up and getting that, on the mic. Like, that's what doesn't make any sense. Like, why is JBL going to stand up to the Ascension? Well, be, well, he said it was because they were disrespecting the legends and the older so wrestlers stupid. and where they came from. I understand it. Um, but J, uh, So JBL goes on to say how he made a phone call. Farouk comes out, Ron Simmons... APA gear. I like uh, first of all, shirts. Well, even before that, I like that the Ascension had that that catchphrase that we were born and bred to rip and shred. I mean, I don't know if anyone else is gonna dislike that or not, but I'm a fan of that catchphrase because catchphrases are something that helps people get over. Well, talking about catchphrases, while all this was going on, oh, you didn't know, New Age Outlaws hit the ring. Yeah, they attacked the Ascension and. Which uh, I oh, think there was no reason for that in general, but yeah, that attack. That, I of, thought it was of the three teams. That's going to be the most. No, the, that's going to be the team that'll put them over the most. That's not the team I wanted to see them against, and I, I disagree with you. I don't think that's the team that will put them who, over. The, who's make the them team? Look, who's the I team? think that if the session beat APA, yeah, but I think JBL's that they retired. That's the thing, I and, think I, and that that's also came a thing. Of, I don't. I, I don't think there was a reason for JBL to hit the clothesline from hell. If, he if it's yes, he did, did and he? if it yeah, and if it's going to be the New Age Outlaws that are facing the Ascension at the Royal Rumble, which are again, you sure? I'm completely fine with. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't remember him doing the clothesline in hell. Yeah, he hit it on one of them, which uh, I thought was completely pointless. If it's going to be Outlaws versus, I think that the APA should have been, would have been perfectly fine to take on uh, the Ascension. I think that defeating the Ascension uh, APA. Over New Age Outlaws fits into the Ascension's um, yeah, characters a lot more because they're both. I mean, you're talking about the bigger uh, uh, tag teams like Demolition, uh, LOD. But and I, I feel think, like APA fits in there. We even made the comparison. Right. To them. I think APA fits in there as well. But look who's been training with them. Oh yeah, but in that yeah, in that factor, in ring wise, I'm sure that I'm sure they both can. I mean, do we really? Yeah, no, I'm sure they both can. Like, but who's but gonna, and I think that who's lifting wise, up, who's lifting up the ascension for a dominator? Yeah, but we've. I think that the. I think we could have seen the APA in this instead of New Age Outlaws. We've seen the New Age yeah, Outlaws. Who's to say for it, Who with the Usos, I believe, and the Shield, I think also. But who's to say? Or maybe they team with the Shield. But who's to say that that Ron Simmons can still work? Who's well, to say JBL I, can still work? JBL I, went out there and hit a clothesline. He's he's retired. Ron's right, retired. Well, I still think that technically they're all retired but, besides Waltman. I think that it would be X-Pac been, and Billy Gunn go out so there you, and kill so it. So you still think that New Age Outlaws was a better pick than APA to face them? I do. 
Okay, for, and I for, the fa- for the fact that they can actually train people. They've okay. been trainers. Well, I disagree. I think that character-wise, they, they should be rolling right through New Age Outlaws if they want to be looked at as a strong, powerful tag team. I don't know. And I, I think that APA would have been a better uh, pick for them because they are powerful. They are strong. They are known as badass badasses. <laughs> while New Age Outlaws <laughs> were just more... Yeah, while uh, New Age Outlaws were more of a comedic thing. I thought that the way that they beat up the Ascension, it was laughable. I don't, I don't think, think so at all. I don't think Ascension looks strong. They got a ton of you suck chants from the crowd. And honestly, I think that this entire usage of the Ascension sucks. They didn't need to put them. They could have just easily left the ring. They didn't have to be, get a, a finisher moved up to get out of the ring. I thought that they could have just left on their own and left strong. It wasn't. It was just JBL that hit a finisher. Yeah, but they also took punches and pretty much cowered to the punches of Billy Gunn and Road Dog. So Billy Gunn is so tall. He's taller than them. Yeah, which which is another thing. So, so. is JBL and Ron though. So. Exactly, which I don't think that they should be. I don't think that this gimmick's going to work for them. They are not when they're standing in the ring against these people that are that are very tall and very big, and that were powerhouses at one point. While our new powerhouses are like a foot shorter than all of them and not as jacked, or for comparing them to whatever they were at the time, or not as big. I don't think that it's going to work, and I think that EPA would have been a better choice for power wise. Match wise, you. I'm sure you're white. Uh, I'm sure you're right. Well, I'm sure I'm white as well. But <laughs> yeah, I think that you're right. That doing outlaws is a better pick for in ring wise. But I think in character development wise, APA would have been better. Yeah. Well, but let's move on to uh, the next one. Yeah, Rusev defeated our truth in what I thought was a very, 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 very pointless match. I can't stress that enough. I think it was very pointful, and Rusev, I thought it, I Rusev was, just goes out there, boom, kick. That's I it. mean, that the only makes sense to me. The only thing is, well, I think it makes sense because who is our truth? Who is Rusev? He? Rusev's done shit. Our truth is like by Felicia. No, let's Rusev not, is let's something. Rusev and by Rusev could be could become something. I think that Rusev needs uh, doesn't need. But I'm okay with him picking up a very WWE's quick WWE's done such shit booking with Rusev, like we've they said. Have. They have. But I think that this is fine booking for characters Rusev. The one that they did fuck up big time in this match, though. They fucked up big time because they had R-Truth send Rusev over the top rope. And I thought that was stupid as hell. Because going into the Royal Rumble, you want to think, when Rusev hits the ring, you want to think, wow, this guy could eliminate like four to five, six people without even – Without breaking a sweat, while you, what was the spot last year? Was the spot Kofi Kingston d- went to get tossed outside of the ring and and got caught by Rusev, or was that? I, don't, I, I think that was with Big E, but I don't really recall. No, I think um, Rusev beat up Kofi Kingston in the end, or something. I thought I don't remember, but overall, I think that our uh, truth shouldn't have sent Rusev over the top rope. Maybe he could have went. He could have got a hit and went underneath the bottom rope, but going into Royal Rumble, I think that is shit booking that you have R-Truth throw Rusev over the top rope. Yeah, but you don't always have to get eliminated by going over the top rope in a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, the last bit, what's that? I was going to say, as we've seen in the past with people such as Maven or... Finley. Yeah, Finley getting DQ'd in a fucking Royal Rumble. Who would have fucking thought? Sorry yeah, even though that there is Kane and everything using chairs at moments. Yeah, they had the Singapore Kane brought in at the 2001 Royal Rumble. They had like the whole yeah, hardcore. That was one of the best ones too. 
Yeah. Drew um, Carey. Can't forget about him, right? Was that that yeah, one? You kind of can. Uh, in the main <laughs> event, you had John Cena taking on Seth Rollins, Big Show, and Kane. Um, I thought it was – I was fine with this match. Yeah, I was completely fine with this match. It was the aftermath is that's why it's in our middles. Are we even doing middles? Yeah, we're doing middles. Yeah, we're right now we're in the middles. Yeah, but uh, I was completely fine with all of this. John Cena picked up the victory. He now got Dolph Ziggler, Ryback, and well, Rowan. How did he back. get the victory, though? Well, There's that's the whole thing. The, well, first, the authority basically had Cena beat, and all of a sudden Sting appeared on the screen. What ruined that for me was JBL pushing so heavily that it was just a picture of Sting when Sting was clearly moving. And then the the music hits, the the the, the, the shitty the shitty theme song. Yeah, and then all of a sudden Sting starts walking out, walks toward the ring, does his Sting point thing, makes his Monday Night Raw debut after how many years? Since '93, right? What's what Raw's been on the air air for since '93, right? I think so, yeah, January 93. Yeah, so since then, Sting has never been on Monday Night Raw, stepping out live. Technically January 11th, but who's who's really keeping tabs? Yeah, so after that many years, Sting makes his Raw debut, uh, distracting the authority. And uh, that, that caused the distractions for Seth Rollins enough for Cena to pick up the victory right there. Yeah, um, then at, uh, post-match, I thought it was kind of weird that Sting just like Left. He yeah, didn't well, even then, go down the ramp. He yeah, just he stayed just, at the stage. Yeah, he left, and Triple H grabbed the mic, calling out Sting, and Sting didn't come out, but it was Brock Lesnar who showed up. And boy, did he. He freaking... attacked Seth Rollins. Kane and Big Show tried to hold him off, but but Brock Lesnar f 5 both of them. Not at the yeah. same time, but... I thought that this was great. This was smart booking. And Seth but... Rollins again ends up escaping, so... Yeah. So out of uh, all this, it looks like, like yeah. Well, I, yeah. going into the uh, triple where he's involved in the triple threat match, as you should. But, I mean, but you don't want Bro- you don't want it for all the people that hate Seth Rollins out there. You don't want to. You want that buildup of him finally getting his ass beat by either Cena or. I mean, we've seen him versus Cena, but but not against Lesnar. We want to see Lesnar beat the crap out of him once the pay-per-view hits. Right, and to, I guess the one thing that looks like it's going to happen from all of this was Sting versus Triple H for WrestleMania, which it seemed like this whole thing was was kind of like thrown in there, kind of sloppily, just to have that Brock Lesnar-Seth uh, Rollins ending Royal Rumble segment. But yeah. Now, I'm, completely thing, fine, I'm completely fine with the way they did the Sting thing. Now, I'm, I tweeted out saying how I don't understand it. Why Sting? So now I'm going to kind of – well, first, I'm going to explain myself. Whether you agree with me or not, that's all right. Just you're allowed to your opinion. Um, first off, I thought that there was another Raw um, following this. I didn't realize that this was the Raw leading up to Royal Rumble. So that did change my mind a lot. But from what I wrote down, I guess this is originally what I wrote. I'm just going to read it. Uh, Sting in this match, done next. Oh, all right. So Sting in this match, I would have been fine with before, leading into Royal Rumble, which it did. But I thought it would have been smarter if Sting was on the ramp and Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback, both of, all three of them, walked out to join Sting at the stage. And then maybe, I guess, just walk out with him or something because you had Lesnar down there or about to go down. So. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I what? said that. I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, and then just this Raw overall, I think that this match 
could have been done on this one, but that reunion, Raw reunion, could have been done uh, last week. Just because there's no point, in my eyes, there's no point to have all this star, star power, name power of like Hogan, NWO, Click, um, you, whatever. You have no reason to uh, have all of that. It and draws then, people in though. Yeah, but you could have had, people are going to tune into the one, the Raw before uh, Royal Rumble. Mm, Usually. did. Exactly. And that's why I think that to have a reunion. But I think people before, only tuned into this to see Hulk Hogan, to see Kevin Ash and Scott you think? Hall. I, think I that's, do. I, I think because that's, Raw's been really shitty lately. Why are you yelling? Because that's how I get my point across. How do you like me now? Or how know. do you like, is that how, is that a same song? How do you like me now? Da That's yeah. the Trace Atkins. Oh, no, totally. Hard, hardcore song. Holly. Hardcore Holly. Um, how do I don't you know. Like you, sound like, you sound like more like Roseanne or something when you're yelling. I'm Roseanne. Oh, um, say, can you see? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that this robbery year should have been done last week. This week should have been the Sting stuff, and that's it. Well, so I, I kind of disagree because because I, I think that you could have gotten the same viewership. I think that you leak out that people started spreading the word that Sting was at Raw, which I had no clue. I I saw that, and I feel like you could have easily leaked that out. People are going to tune in to see if Raw Sting shows up the week before uh, Raw Rumble, and you could have still had Hogan and all of them the week before. It was just giving you a bigger rating for last week, which was really shitty. Just, well, not really shitty, but it was pretty shitty. It's just really funny to me that you have a huge Raw reunion and the top, top guys, aside from Goldberg from WCW, are, are basically on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. With, so. with Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Sting. Yeah. I would say those are the top five, aside from DDP and Goldberg. <laughs> it's kind of weird that Booker T wasn't there. Oh, yeah, he was in commentary. <laughs> right. Yeah. Man, how the hell you forget that, man? Easily, because I don't give a shit. But speaking of things that shouldn't have taken place on uh, the... Oh, man, we're not done talking about Raw. <laughs> no, thing, uh, things that shouldn't have taken place on Raw, that, that Raw reunion show. We're going to move to the bads and say the one thing, which was the Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and HBK panel to discuss to discuss whether or not John Cena should risk his title match to get the jobs of Ryback, Dolph Ziggler, and Eric Rowan back. Waste. And then they also got the, uh, their uh, Royal Rumble picks. Yeah, well, HBK, HBK and Hulk Hogan said that they think John Cena should def should put up that that wager. And Ric Flair, for whatever reason, said no. But and then with the Royal Rumble picks, HBK picked Bray Wyatt. Uh, Hulk Hogan picked Daniel Bryan, and uh, I'm surprised that he didn't say John Cena. But even more surprisingly, Ric Flair said Dean Ambrose. Yeah, and that led to the big show coming out, having some words, choice words for them. Yeah, and then Ric Flair. The three, which, yeah, Ric Flair standing up for himself, chopping the big not show, even getting standing involved. up. Like, how stupid is that? It was very stupid. And then he got knocked out by big show. And then Roman Reigns came out, knocked show out of the ring, and helped Flair to the back. And, and then later and, on... The thing I, I really didn't like the fact that HBK and Triple A uh, and Hulk Hogan just like stood there watching yeah, what, Big Show beat down. But what uh, even? Flair. What about before that even, where they they got up and did their whole little SummerSlam 2005 thing? Like what the fuck? Why? What does that even make sense for? And, why, and, that's, why, and that's even funny because that match is like infamous for Shawn Michaels overselling shit because fuck Hulk Hogan. And it's like, why are you gonna bring that up and like, oh no, whoop. 
But then later on, after the segment even happened, they, they went and interviewed Hulk Hogan again for whatever reason. And this time it was about John Cena. And they keep having Hulk Hogan put Cena over so much that I have to believe that this is going to be a WrestleMania match. It makes no sense otherwise for Hulk Hogan to say, Oh, my dude, John Cena's going to do this, brother. And it's not going to, there's not going to lead anywhere for Hulk Hogan turning heel or something to get John Cena versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 31. Come yeah. on. Well, well, so when uh, Roman Reigns came out and beat up uh, Big Show a little bit. We said that. Clotheslined him over the top. But the thing that I liked was that he didn't say anything, though. There was no words from Roman Reigns, no promo, no nothing, just action. Yeah, because they've been listening to us. They no, they didn't us. because he did cut a promo on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's and it was – oh. Well, let's just go – let's go to the goods of Raw for right now. And uh, uh, Bray Wyatt defeated Daniel Bryan which I think this was such a great match. And it always seems to be a great match between the two of them. Uh, I guess the one thing that I didn't like, I guess, was uh, me saying I guess three times now. But Kane coming out during the match, and later on Kane pulled Daniel Bryan off the apron and threw him back into the ring, which the ref wasn't looking, and Bray hit Sister Abigail. And then after that, Kane beat down... Daniel Bryan, which almost rocked him with the choke slam, which like a hundred percent solidified the fact that Daniel Bryan was going into SmackDown to beat Kane and enter the Royal Rumble. Yeah, um, you also had Dean Ambrose taking on. Well, Badge before Jarrett. that, before that, you had the backstage segment with Triple H and uh, Scott oh yeah, no, Hall. I had that. Yep. Yeah, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and HBK, and uh, they were all they were like, oh, we're missing someone, and and out came X Pac or Sandpac or X Miz or X Dow, whatever you want to call him. And uh, it was I, I love the fact that fans were popping for that because they thought like First some of all, people thought it that looked, was X Pac because it looked just like X Pac. I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, he's, he's got a fucking fuller beard now. <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit, it's fucking Miz Dow. And uh, yeah, so Damian Sandow dresses X Pac, and then X Pac showed up and. Uh, then Miz came and said that uh, Sandow was his stunt double and X-Pac should get his own. Then he did the Wolfpack hand gesture and said to call him. Yeah. Yeah. But then, uh, then that was right. Dean Ambrose defeating Bad News Barrett. Yeah, I mean, what is there to say about this match? Anything? Well, I guess Dean Ambrose needs more steam going into the Rumble, but I don't understand why Bad News Barrett had to be placed into this match for him to lose because he is champion. Yeah, he's a champion, and he's pretty much... He can't win a non-title match. He's been... I think he's won two title defenses, but in uh, non-title matches, he's lost. Three of them. And although, turn. and although the matches of Monday Night Raw were kind of random, I think they were what should be on Monday Night Raw and what should be spotlighted. Something that I think that like the should... Next, like the next match. Yeah, that should be spotlighted is the New Day picking up a victory over Cesaro and Kidd. With uh, Net, uh, Natalia and Adam Rose at ringside. Now, you, you call Goldust and Stardust, they're the brotherhood Stardust. or whatever, uh, you call them Gold Star. Now, Masters of the Universe have their tag team name. Why aren't you using that yet? I don't know. It takes a, it's a lot more right to write down. Uh, Usually, uh, you could just write M-O-T-U. Yeah, that's what I was doing before, but then for some reason, that's not what I wrote. But I'm a, I was a big fan of this match. Um, I still love the fact that Cesaro and Kidd are doing a lot of uh, tag team maneuvers, especially their Kings of Wrestling, uh, Chris Hero and Cesaro's finisher. Listen, Cesaro's strength is absolutely crazy. 
Oh, completely. It was so impressive to see him holding up Kofi Kingston with a one-arm suplex for a couple yeah. of seconds, and then Kid jumped off onto the off onto Kofi. It was it was a good match. Very impressive for all involved. Yeah, and after the match, the New Day celebrated with the Rosebuds, which is kind of uh, interesting. I'll, you know what? If you're gonna take the Rosebuds and put them with New Day, I would be okay with that. Oh, I don't. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think so either. But if you t- get them away from Adam Rose, I'd be cool with that. Um, now, what was that? The Divas, right? Yeah. All right. You had Alicia Fox and Summer Rae taking on Natalia and Paige, and Natalia and Paige picking up a victory. The the Bellas were on commentary though. Oh yeah, and, Bellas on top on top on commentary. I, I didn't like the fact that it was. I don't know. It was weird. What I don't know what exactly was weird. I can't remember what I was going to say. What do you mean? Like the match or them no, on commentary? No, the Bellas being on commentary. Because was, it's, it's weird because it's like, yeah, they're heels, but then Brie kind of isn't a heel, but then she is a heel at the same time. And then they go off Total Divas and it's she's the complete not heel on Total Divas. I think that it was a great idea to have them uh, on commentary. I thought that they did really well on commentary. And I thought that this match was very entertaining. The one thing that, well, I guess two things that I really hate about this is the pairing of Natalia and Paige. Yeah, I don't know if and, I understand that either. I mean, the the problem is that they they haven't they've been giving the promos to uh, Roman Reigns, who shouldn't be having the promos. And instead of giving those people promos and whatever, they should be giving allow Paige and Natalia to have a, a promo backstage. Or some sort of, yeah, backstage and explain to us why are they together? Why is Tyson Kidd not at ringside with Natalia and Paige, but Natalia is at ringside for Kidd and Cesaro? Like, I want to know what the, I want to know the story behind this, but, and they're, it's like they're refusing to tell us the story. What's their common bond? I don't think they're refusing completely because. They they mentioned it on SmackDown. I well, that's I, yeah. I, I was gonna bring up on SmackDown that they did, but but Paige, Paige and Natty with... Paige and Natty did a nice double suplex to Summer Rae during that match. They had her up for quite a few seconds. I like that. <laughs> they uh, I thought that they worked really well together. I also don't like the fact that it's not in sync with Total Divas. Yeah, just because well, like I guess it kind of is, but it isn't. It isn't at all. Well, it because is I'm, in the fact that Total Divas is that, but they're showing. Oh no, we're actually we're we're not friends. We're not frenemies. I mean, last last time that we saw was Natalia getting all pissed off at Paige, and Natalia pretty much saying that she's a bitch to her cat. So I I still I just want to see a promo backstage of why they're together. Why is what's the deal with Tyson Kidd? I mean, what, Paige slapped Tyson Kidd, and there was no fallout. There was nothing. Yeah. That t- well, Natty was smiling about it. Yeah, but she didn't say anything. They, she doesn't they have were, to be. There was no backstage fallout or whatever where uh, Renee Young was like, Natalia, what do you think about Paige slapping Tyson Kidd? Like, I wanted – give me some sort of a storyline behind this. Well, for the, for the record, I think the Bella Twins versus Paige and Natalia are going to be a great match. I agree with you. I really hope that they bring their uh, A game. I well, just, I just wish it was like a stipulated match where like a ladder match would fucking kill it. I, I, I could see that. There's no way that that wouldn't work. Yeah. Well, the only bad thing with a ladder match or any gimmick match of that sort is that if they do that and they perform so well, I feel like it's gonna really, really make the other divas and every other woman in that division look really, really, really bad. I don't Instead think of so. just, I, really. I don't know. 
I mean, come on. On I mean, in Rosa Mendes, yes, they, but in interviews they told Paige not to wrestle like how she used to wrestle because of that reason. Like they water like Fandango, like they water people down so they're not looking as good as everyone else. Yeah, so which everybody is could completely, be on the same I mean, level. That's been for years, I guess. When you look at Gail Kim and and she debuted and she she debuted in that battle royal and won the the women's championship, but then you see clips of her outside of WWE before she was. But before she made her WWE debut, and she's like doing these crazy moves, and yeah, I mean it's just the WWE WWE way. Yeah. Like they try to get them all kind of on a similar level, and to not bury the rest of the talent, which is kind of funny. But it, I don't think that's this says the same about like I think this is only really for divas and mid carters, because I don't think that that really stands for main eventers like John Cena. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess the one, the last thing in, on for Monday Night Raw, we had Jay Uso defeating Miz, which I think was another pointless match, but it was good. I uh, yeah. My but, whole, but when I say good, I mean there was nothing bad about it, and there was nothing memorable. Well, my whole bad about this is, I mean, it was a good match and everything. My whole bad is that they're taking, they're moving away from the storyline with Naomi a little bit. It looks like, and I thought that she was going to be a key for a really nice storyline between the two of these. And she was that common link, and I feel like I really hope that they go back to her. Oh well. Um, talking about going back, let's go forward. SmackDown. <laughs> great, great segue. Thanks. That's what I go for. Daniel Bryan opened up SmackDown and mentioned that the Royal Rumble, or mentioned the Royal Rumble and the Road to WrestleMania, and that he said that he could talk about a lot of things, but he won't. Then he uh, brought up Cena getting Ryback, Ziggler, and Rowan's jobs back, and then introduced them. Which I think it's kind of stupid to have done this on SmackDown, given that SmackDown is taped. Yeah, they should have waited till uh, Royal Rumble. Like, why have? Well, I don't. Why know. Why spoil the the? Not even. I don't her. think. I think. I just don't understand why have a taped audience for a return like this. I get that it wouldn't make sense for them if they were backstage at Raw, unless they were like vigilantes with Sting. But I just don't. I don't understand why it was booked like this. But. I no, I, I I don't think I think. Listen, it's like I ha- I hate how people get fired in WWE, and everyone knows they're going to be brought back. It's such a short term thing. Like for example, that, back when Cody, saying, you know, but back oh. when Cody Rhodes was fired, it, he was brought back way too soon. Like he had the, whatever he had the independent date whatever booked, and then got pulled from it because he got WWE. Yeah, but I think they should have done this a few weeks ago. Like I, have the have the match where like oh Ziggler Rowan and uh, Ryback get fired. Weeks yeah, that's what, that's what I like. Um, they they maybe they go to an indie show, appear at a convention or something. But that would take then, so much time. But and, and then it's also that WWE probably wrote this yesterday. Yeah, I I just don't like the fact that they they brought them back on SmackDown. I thought that it would have been nice for the live crowd of Raw Rumble. Because it kind of like, oh, we just saw Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown. So it's not going to be the same as, oh, now he's making his return to Royal Rumble. No, it takes that entire aspect away from it. There was no reason to have all of them in uh, in matches. I, I, think I mean, so. could you? I think 100% so. But I, I before, before we I, talk well, about then, that, though. Aren't you contradicting yourself then? Why? With what? You said that you don't think that they should have been brought back on SmackDown. Well, in the but, fact, in the way that they were, it should have been weeks. It, that that should have been taking place on a live show when they yeah, got brought but, back. But I was fine with the matches themselves, with the stipulations. I am not. I don't think. I Listen, think that if, if, if but the way I'm looking at it is it's that you still saved the authority them. punishment. 
But that's the thing. The way that I'm looking at it is that they're not on SmackDown. The way that's how I'm seeing it. That if I'm if I say that they should return at Royal Rumble, I don't think that they should even be used on SmackDown. I think that they could have filled this area of SmackDown with other matches. But the whole you thing is that oh, the Authority still has the power. The Authority still doesn't want Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, and uh, Ryback to win the Royal Rumble. They're gonna put them in matches. They're going to put them in uh, matches no, I, to make I, them I, not be in the Royal Rumble. I mean, I understand that, that entire aspect of it, but I, going back to what you're saying, I feel like we're talking all over each other in regards to, like, not interrupting, but, like, how our opinions are on the same page, but they're not on the same page. Like, there's moments where me and you are talk, saying the same exact thing, but then we're also saying it in different manners. Um I, I just feel like that you're saying some things and I'm saying other things, but they're both ultimately the same. I, I, <laughs> that was a joke. I just, I just took what you said and, and made it into a different sentence. Well, I agree with you then. All right. So <laughs> also, before we move on even from that, I, if, if, if Sheamus wasn't injured, I think he would have been in that Eric Rowan spot and not Eric Rowan. I think, yeah. they, I think it was like a panic move by WWE when Sheamus got, got injured and Eric Rowan showed up. To the party, yeah. But like, uh, like we said, they got placed in matches with uh, everyone. Dolph Ziggler defeated Bad News Barrett, so he's once, in the Raw Rumble once again. Bad News Barrett cannot pick up a non-title victory. Yeah, this goes back to Raw. I don't understand why Bad News Barrett should be losing, but I understand why? that it's Ziggler's huge return. But, but if you're gonna have him, if you're gonna have him lose here, why lose on Raw as well? Can you have the brand new, bacon new, or whatever you want to say, Fandango versus Ziggler and have it be the same? I mean, right? Fandango isn't Boom. a... He's, he's not, not even a, a champion. He's, huh? not a, he's not a champion. He didn't lose to anyone on Raw. Yeah. So that could have been... That should have been the match. If you wanted to have Dolph Ziggler versus somebody for that Royal Rumble spot, if Ziggler loses, whatever, Fandango. Dolph Ziggler defeats Fandango. It's not the same thing as Dolph Ziggler defeats Bad News Barrett, who also lost on Raw to Dean Ambrose. Yeah. It's exactly. A, I mean, same, Bad News Barrett good, just good lost. match. It's also gonna be a good match. Yeah. But um, you also had Ryback defeating Rusev by countout. Um, there was one moment of this match that I was just like, what the fuck? And it was Ryback. He performed a suplex to Rusev. And it looked like he just – he was way too close to the – it was just stupid on Ryback's part. He was way too close to the uh, ropes. And when he came down, uh, right, uh, Rusev's legs or ankles went right across the top rope. And that could be very dangerous. That could also be the move though. I don't think it was the move. I thought that that was just a dangerous uh, thought of Ryback. But, but, and, David, but, but David, let me ask you a question here. How much shittier can a booking uh, can a booking for Rusev get? How much shit? Did, did that sound like Jimmy from South Park or no? Yeah. <laughs> How much more shitty can it get? Like I don't understand this. You're not going to follow it up with anything? No, because it's super fucking shitty. Why is yeah. he always losing or winning by countout or DQ? It makes uh, no sense, especially when the countout happened after Rusev ducked the meat hook clothesline and Ryback beat down him at, beat. Rusev down outside the ring. <laughs> yeah. I, and then, I just and then I, you have Rusev attack him after the match, but they both fail to hit moves on each other? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. I just don't like that one suplex. I thought that that was dangerous. Maybe we're going to see Ryback versus Rusev at the fast lane. Maybe. Or fast track? Test track? Test track is at Disney World. 
Yeah. Uh, Brie Bella picked up a victory over Naomi. Good match. Yeah. And Good, uh, something really else to... Paige and Natalia were on commentary. Oh, which, yeah, this is where... Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the, the fact that they barely focused on the match. I... Okay, normally I would be against it. But the only reason I like it is because they kind of... They explained up, everything. Yeah, I like, I like how Paige... Everything. I like how Paige said Tyson Kidd was an idiot. Yeah, so I'm very happy that they did uh, speak about everything. They kind of, I don't know, I think I mentioned it last week that they should have done that. So thanks for listening, WWE. Also, in case you guys haven't noticed, we're not doing goods, bads for Sma- and middles for SmackDown. Yeah, we and I think probably we're, won't I think do we're it for doing, a while. Yeah, I think we're doing away with that next week for... It just ends up taking so much time uh, to go through all of them. And plus, I always like That's mess up something why, though. Brandon yells at me. Everything changes. Everything's changed. Yeah, you did it yeah. this week, too, and I, I held back from yelling. Well, no, me. I actually had it written down, but for some reason, I just didn't have the G written well, large but, enough but, for me to but see. But fuck you, so whatever. Yeah, whatever. What can you do? Lou Harper. <laughs> I figured to say Lou, Har- Lou uh, Ferrigno. Yeah, I said Eric Rogan. You're like, Lou Ferrigno. I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, he picked up a victory. Good match. I uh, Rowan improving. Yeah, before the match, though, uh, Luke Harper cut that Royal Rumble promo, which would be mind-blowingly amazing if Luke Harper won the Royal Rumble, and then went on to main event the WrestleMania, or went on to be in the main event at WrestleMania. I'm so okay with the wrestler of Luke Harper's status with winning the Royal Rumble. Because that's really what it should be. It should be right. used for... Royal Rumble should be used as a time for um, the most unexpected person to win and go to WrestleMania because this is their big chance. Like, I want to know... I want to go into the Royal Rumble and literally not know who's winning. I, I want to go into the Royal Rumble and say, wow, our truth can win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want to be surprised by it. And I think that this is also a great time and great moment for to like pretty much uh, cannonball whoever it is to the top of the roster. And Luke Harper is definitely ready to shine. Yeah. Uh, and after that match, we had a backstage segment with Miz and Mizdow, which looked like there was a little rift between the two of them. Yeah. The, um, the Miz was kind of putting Mizdow down, saying that the fans never cheer for him and it's always... They're cheering for Miz, which Miz walked away, and Miz Dow was looking kind of like, uh, like, yeah, but maybe I but could. The Usos uh, assisted in that thought process as well. I mean, well, they yeah, came well, up to him after there. Well, that's what I was getting to. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Usos came up to him and uh, kind of planted the idea of how Miz Dow should eliminate Miz during the Royal Rumble. They were saying, yeah, so. one of them was saying how I would have eliminated, I almost eliminated him last year. Because it's all about that main event spot at WrestleMania. It really is. And I think that this is, they should use this as a time to, Royal Rumble, use it to break up Stardust, uh, Gold Star. We're talking use it about to, Miz, Miz and Miz now, though. Yeah, but use it, I'm just saying in general, use so it to wait, break so up wait, Miz, so wait. Miz and Miz now. So it's going it to break up, it's going to break up Goldust and Stardust, and we're going to go on to see that as a WrestleMania match, hopefully. Then yeah. it's going to break up Miz and Mizdow, and we're going to see that as a WrestleMania match or a WrestleMania pre-show match or what do you think? I could, I could see it as a pre-show match or at least one of the, I guess, like in-between matches of like uh, the bigger people. I mean, not to say that these are, <laughs> you know what I mean? Big Show and Kane. Yeah. As like, opposed but to Hornswoggle and El Torito. I could see it as a, as a match on there. Why not? Yeah. I mean, let the, give these people the time that they deserve. I mean, Miz... 
he won the main event at WrestleMania. Uh, I don't even know if there's been a time where The Miz has missed WrestleMania since then. The Miz, I think, has, aside from being on pre-shows, has, I think, won every single match that he's ever competed at WrestleMania with. Unless yeah. last year he lost. Last year I think uh-huh. he lost, though. I'm not sure. I, I don't recall. But He had a little mini streak going. Yeah, but still, I mean, I think that would be a nice match for uh, WrestleMania. I mean, why not? Yeah, exactly. Um, what else do we have? The main event? Mm. Mm. Daniel Bryan defeated Kane uh, in a very entertaining match. It was a no-DQ match. Daniel Bryan had Kane defeated uh, with the yes lock, but then J&J Security jumped in the ring, broke it up very quickly. Uh, and then, help me out, what happened after that? Uh, J&J Security got involved. I, I guess to Daniel Bryan, that's when he took both of them out. Yeah. And Kane grabbed another chair, which was already in the ring, and then dropped him onto the other chair. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he went after him in the turnbuckle and ended up running into the chair in the tar- turnbuckle. Yeah, and he hit Kane with the running knees and then won. Which, yeah. for me, this is the only... Daniel Bryan, because this match was the stipulation, if Daniel Bryan loses, he's not in the Royal Rumble... He's the only one that should win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and I don't want him to. I don't call either, me, but... I mean, call me crazy. I know, like, as much as a fan as we both are of Daniel Bryan, on my front, I don't want to see him win. It's It just feels like it's one year too late. I don't know if it's that. It's just I want to still see someone someone that needs you that want to see somebody Bryan be push. made. Yeah. You want to and see Daniel... Somebody. I can see Daniel Bryan being kind of uh, pushed into the WrestleMania title scene or even in the, the um, co-main event or something like that without winning the Royal Rumble. But after that match, Big Show came out and it hit Bryan and dragged him back into the ring. And Kane, Big Show, and J&J Security attacked him, which led to Dolph Ziggler, Ryback, and Eric Rowan running down to help. Luke Harper ran down, a ton of others, Master of the Universe, so... It was uh, what I assume is your yearly every man for themselves brawl to close out SmackDown before the yeah. Royal Rumble. Always um, a fun time, if, especially for those in the audience where you get to see all these wrestlers just attack each other. The two most pushed guys during that segment, though, I guess, were Ambrose and Reigns since they both came out afterwards to clear the house, which left, I guess it was Ambrose, Reigns, uh, Rob, was Rollins there? No, Rob, not Rollins. Big Show, Kane. Uh, Ziggler and Ryback fanned it so but then it also puts those uh, two wrestlers up there as uh, potential winners as well not to say that anybody else in the Rumble is a not a potential winner but you gotta definitely think that Ambrose and Reigns have a good shot too yeah um, do you any- uh, do you have a favorite Royal Rumble moment ooh um favorite Royal yes I do but it's not from the Royal Rumble itself. Oh, boo. <laughs> it, I know. It just stands out to me. Where Yokozuna versus The Undertaker in a casket match. Where all of these other wrestlers, uh, all of Yokozuna's friends and everything, crush, a bunch of people had to come out and get uh, help out and get Undertaker in that casket. And then there was that lightning. And he, was, he appeared on the screen. Oh, yeah. And then I... I was just as a kid that my mind was completely blown, and I was just so I was in such shock and awe 
And then one of my favorite matches on in Royal Rumble that doesn't, I don't think, ever gets any credit, nor does the feud. But Razor Ramon versus Bret Hart. I was such a big fan of that feud, that I guess mini feud, and that match on Royal Rumble. Um, I don't know. What about you? I was just going to say the time Snitsky eliminated Paul London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I like, guess John Morrison sticks out with his saves, and as does Kofi Kingston. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Kofi Kingston gets eliminated and stays mm-hmm. in at the same time. Uh, it's It Who sucks. Is- what? What were you going to say? No. All right. well, I was going to say that it sucks that I before the Royal Rumble was announced on the date it was announced, I bought tickets to see Fleetwood Mac. So I'm not for the first time since 2004. Uh, I won't be watching the Royal Rumble live. So I'll yeah, get home as soon as possible after the concert and turn it on. Luckily, WWE Network, you're allowed to watch the pay per view like right after. So yeah, I'm still borderline if I'm going to watch it or not. It's just um, crazy though that like since because I bought in 2003 when when I purchased tickets to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. I was like, how could I not watch? And I've watched every WrestleMania since WrestleMania 19, but since then, um, since I knew I was going to WrestleMania that year for WrestleMania 20, I was like, how could I not watch the Royal Rumble? Mm-hmm. And I bought it, and then the next year I was like, well, I mean, it's the Royal Rumble, it's the road to WrestleMania next year, next year, next year. Just every single year, bought the Royal Rumble. Last year, we went to your house and enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I've just always been a big fan of the Royal Rumble. It's always been one of my favorites just because it's a time, especially when I was younger, because it was a time where I got to see all of my favorites and all of these people that I didn't know. I mean, I had no clue who some of these wrestlers coming from other promotions were back in like 92, 93. Who's Mel Mascaris? Dude, I, I had no idea. I just saw a guy with a mask. All right, so who is your favorite surprise uh, entry into the Royal Rumble ever? Uh, your most favorite? No, that's too difficult to say. Choose one. I can't. Who's yours? Because that's too difficult for me. Uh, surprise entrant. I'm kind of leaning towards Mr. Perfect. I kind of, I kind of, yeah, I kind of think it must be Mr. Perfect's return to the uh, 2002 Royal Rumble. I was going to say that too, but it's like my all-time I mean, favorite though. I don't know. I think he's my all-time favorite return just because – or surprise entrant because I was a big Mr. Perfect fan and I was just so happy. And he – I mean he had a shot at winning it. Let's not forget that too. Because it was he the last final three or – Yeah, he was, he was down to the final three I believe with him, Austin and maybe Triple H. I don't remember. I, I, Triple H won that year? Oh, here. The final three was no. Kurt Angle, Triple H, and him. And, yeah. Uh, Mr. Perfect. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they had, it was, was it 2010 maybe that they had uh, that standoff at MSG with uh, Piper and Snooker? Um, I know 2010 was Edge. I'm looking on a list right now. 2010 was Beth Phoenix, surprise. No, it wasn't Edge and Snooker. Which one was, I mean, Piper and Snooker. When, when was Piper and Snooker? Was that 2009? Uh, Piper was 2008. 2008? Was that, yeah. that was at MSG, right? Uh, bye, bye, bye. Yeah, the entire match essentially froze as Piper and Superfly yeah. Snooker battled in the middle of the ring. Right, yeah. So that, that was, I popped huge for that. Yeah, that was in 2008. 
Um, who are who are for the listeners? Who are some of your uh, favorite surprise entrants? Who would you want to see as a surprise entrant? Well, let's go with that question, Brandon. Who would you like to see as a surprise entrant this year? Um, and try to. I don't know. Is it possible to go out of the rumors? I don't know what the rumors are. I would say somebody like Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody like uh, Stevie Richards or something. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go with the rumor that I saw, but I was really hoping that I really hope that this happens too. But it would be kind of interesting. Uh, but the Dudley Boys, I think that the, a return for them at the Royal Rumble would be just kind of. Epic, but I don't. I don't want to see that take place, um, in the Royal Rumble match. You want to see that in a separate? I want to see that happen when you have New Age Outlaws versus the Ascension, Mm -hmm. and the Ascension pick up the victory, and they're just beating the shit out of the New Age Outlaws. Then all of a sudden, you. Down, 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 down. Dudley Boys come out and fucking... Then they start a feud and you're going to have Dudley Boys versus The Ascension at WrestleMania or some shit. Yeah, there's been a lot of good uh, surprise entrants. Um, How about we uh, move on to the actual event, though? Well, let's before we move on to the event, let's briefly mention um, WWE NXT uh, from this past week. Sound good to you? Sure. Sound good to me. Okay, well, this past week we had... Uh, we're going to be having a WWE NXT number one contendership tournament uh, leading up to NXT TakeOver in, I think, when is it? Uh, Late February? Yeah, I believe so. In late February. um, The matches that they had taking place in this so far was Finn Balor taking on Curtis Axel and picking up the victory. A good match. It's kind of unfortunate that Curtis Axel took the loss, but it's rebuilding. Rebuilding of him. And then Hideo Itami defeating Tyler Breeze in what was an awesome match. And then next week, they're going to be having uh, Tyson Kidd versus Adrian Neville and Bull Dempsey versus Baron Corbin uh, to find out who advances in this. Do you have any uh, any picks who you'd want to see advance? Let's go with in the finals. I have no idea. It's a, I, little, it's a little hard for me to pick. I, I would love to see... I mean, I would love to see Kidd up there, but he's with Cesaro right now. So... But that would be cool, though. Uh, um, do we do we see an NXT superstar making a Royal Rumble spot pick choice? I don't know. Maybe I would love to see Adrian Neville, given that he's basically should yeah. be on his way out, up to the main roster anyway. He's done with. What about Kalisto? I would love to see Kalisto too. If Sincar is allowed to be on this show with uh, while he's champion, why can't? Kalisto. Well, I mean, Kalisto and Sin Cara are two different people. Sin Cara is a main wrestler roster that goes down to NXT to wrestle. That's true. That's true. Uh, talking about the cha- tag team champions of NXT, um, this past week, the Vault Villains. I always say weird, right? Vault Villains? Sure. Uh, they took on Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake, um, and they got defeated by Wesley Br- uh, Blake and Buddy Murphy. But then following the match, Murphy and Blake sent out a challenge to the Lucha Dragons for that championship. So next week, we're going to have a tag team match for the championship. Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake versus the Lucha Dragons. Uh, should be a lot of fun overall. NXT shaping up to be the WWE show. Um, 
And I think a lot of fans would agree that they they would rather watch this than anything else WWE puts out. Well, I mean, you got to. It's also it's a different time slot. It is a different time like slot. It's, That's like true. it's one hour as opposed to three hours. And I still don't think that W that Raw should be three hours. Well, for I you. Mean, oh, yeah. Wow. Well, I was saying Raw should be three hours because it'll give more people time to shine. Whoops. Right. <laughs> three three segments with the authority later. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so let's get on to the Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. Yes, WWE Royal Rumble is taking place live this Sunday on pay-per-view or the WWE Network at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, I hope everybody goes there and gets a cheesesteak or whatever you'd like from Philadelphia. But uh, we got a pre-show match taking place. The New Day, Big E Langston, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods taking on the Masters of the Universe, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd, as well as Adam Rose. Uh, I'm picking the New Day here. I really don't want to pick the New Day. I mean, I'd you rather... think I do? I know, I know. Um, damn. You know what? I have to go with the New Day as well. Uh, yeah, I have to go with the New Day as well. Yeah. Sucks. Uh, right. we also, we have the New Age Outlaws versus the Ascension. I'm going with the Ascension here as long as much as I don't see them winning. but Yeah, I have to go with the Ascension too. There's no reason for them to lose to New Age Outlaws. Uh, we also have Natalia Page taking on the Bella Twins. I'm going to go with... The Bella Twins. But you can't touch. Me too. Son of a bitch. Damn it. Bella, Bella. Um, down to the tag team uh, titles. <laughs> I think the only thing that's going to separate us is that main event. Maybe Royal Rumble too. Well, I was saying um, that the Royal Rumble is the main event. I was oh, oh, oh. But the Usos, champions, taking on uh, Miz and Mizdow. I, of course, am going with the Usos. Yes, I'm going with the Usos as well. Come on, Brock Lesnar versus John Cena versus Seth Rollins, triple threat for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. How could you not go with Brock Lesnar here? Yeah, I'm going Brock Lesnar. And then and Seth Rollins cashes in right after, or no? Hmm. Can Seth I mean, Rollins I... cash in during the fucking match? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I don't think he's going to cash in right after. Why, do you? No, I don't. All right. <laughs> All right, on to the Royal Rumble match itself. Who do you think? Oh. All right, before we choose a winner, want to choose final three? No, come on, let's do it. But it's not. That's gonna be so difficult. I know. That's why it's fun. I'm gonna say Dolph Ziggler, Daniel Bryan, and oh, let's do final four. Okay. Oh, do I? Brandon's like, I need to heal him there. Yeah, but even when I say I need to heal him there, it's going to be Dolph Ziggler, Daniel Bryan, uh, Roman Reigns, and uh, Dean Ambrose, but that's not what I'm going to choose. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Daniel Bryan. Shit, man. Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, Dolph Ziggler, and Dean Ambrose. I think you just said five. No, Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, Dolph Ziggler, and Dean Ambrose. All right, so you're taking Reigns out of there. Yeah, well, I said it's not going to be Reigns. Okay, okay. Yeah, who's the winner? 
I got to say D-Bry. My main man, D-Bry. All right. I'm going to pick for my final four. Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns. Broom. Uh, he's in TNA. <laughs> That's funny. Um, oh, it's the big Feaster fired matches tonight. We find out who gets fired. So Bram could actually end up in the Royal Rumble, maybe, right? Yeah, right. I mean, he already. Does he have a case? I don't know. He might have a case. Uh, Wait, he what? He already ended up in Charlotte. Oh, so. I thought you said he broke up with Charlotte. No, no. Everybody ends up in Charlotte, though. You gonna yeah. lay over? It's a nice place. I, um, I don't think so. I enjoy it. <laughs> I think I think it, I think Charlotte has zero talent. I don't think the place is. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> um, you gotta Brett, go to Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina, or Cameron. Go, I don't want to go with Bray Wyatt though. Go with Beth Phoenix then. No, I'm going Big Show. Big Show. Oh, and then Roman Reigns and Big Show repeat the spot from the Royal Rumble 2000 with The Rock and Roman Reigns. I mean, The Rock and Big Show. And then, oh, The Big Show was going to win, and then Roman Reigns was going to win. So then it triple threats off at Fastlane. It's Roman Reigns versus Big Show versus whoever's champion. All right. I'm going out on a big ledge with this. Just say because we picked the same thing for everything else, so I might as well go I'm picking Ryback. For my final four, oh, I got four. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, Big Show, and Sheamus. You think Sheamus is going to be the surprise? I think Sheamus sucks, will appear. It sucks that they really that they took a they they announced that it was forty and then changed it without us even like knowing to thirty. I know they should have kept it at forty because there's so many. You got Sheamus that might be ready to return. You got uh, Randy Orton that might be ready to return. Then you got Philadelphia, that's like the breeding place of ECW. My champion of the Royal Rumble, though, my winner. Hulk Hogan, my champion? What are you talking about? <laughs> Roman Reigns. Is what, going to end up champion at the end of the Royal Rumble? No, he's going to win it. I'm going Roman wins, Reigns as my winner. But well, So you got D. Bright, I got Roman Reigns. We shall you really, see. You really don't think Randy Orton's going to be in the Final Four? I have no idea. Because I'm so tempted to put Randy Orton in there. You didn't put Randy Orton in there either. So. I didn't. That's why I just said I'm so tempted to. Yeah, well, I don't but know. But I'm sticking to – because Big Show Sheamus, I kind of feel like Big Show after everything with the authority uh, um, angle, I kind of feel like he's going to remain in there. Hopefully Luke Harper's in a Final Four. What if Sheamus is in the Final Four and eliminates Daniel Bryan and then it's Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus again at WrestleMania? As long as it's not 19 seconds or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, even before that, they were on WrestleMania. Were they? Yeah. Do you remember for the U.S. Championship? Yeah, that was 19 seconds. No, that's the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, then maybe I don't remember. At WrestleMania 28, they wrestled for the World Championship. WrestleMania 27, they wrestled on the pre-show. And then WrestleMania 28... Wait, 28, I said. 29, they were going to do... Was it Daniel Bryan and Kane versus the Shield? I don't know. And then apparently, apparently last year they were gonna they were gonna do Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus again. I don't know, but yeah, that's, that's our picks for the Royal Rumble. Let us know what your picks are. Dare I say shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. 
Go check out Talk is Jericho. Uh, you can go check him out on podcast1.com. This past week, he had an awesome interview with the Usos. Uh, they went and talk, talking about their family lineage, their upbringing in professional wrestling, um, how big of an, how much of an influence um, Umaga was in their life. I mean, you would, you would have gotten the same basic thing if you watched their thing on the WWE Network. I, I think that this went into a little bit more detail. I mean, I even told you a few things that you didn't know. So it's very informative, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, my ass actually called somebody. Well, you, know, you said I actually told you some things that you didn't know, and I said, yeah, my ass uh, actually. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, 2000, give- it's 2015, folks. Jesus yeah. Christ, it's actually 2015. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, go check out Talk is Jericho, especially with the Usos. And he has how, is awesome- it, how is it 2015, though? Like, that's fucking, uh, that's absurd. I- also, go check out his interview with JBL because that was an awesome interview as well. You heard about the Attitude Era, his entire upbringing, his how his like his first match or second match was in Japan on a Japanese tour um, where he shouldn't have been. Um, his wrestling in Mexico, his connection with Vampiro, and how he stole Vampiro's uh, ring gear, and just so much more. I didn't real I didn't think it was going to be so in detail and so interesting as it was. Um, Bob Orton's influence in JBL's career, and it's just interesting. So go check those out. Senior or junior? Senior, senior. Uh, I think senior. He didn't. He didn't say senior or junior. But for those uh, that are searching stuff on uh, Amazon.com, if you're going to order anything on Amazon, make sure you do go click through the uh, Amazon link that they have on Jericho's website or Stone Cold Steve Boston. It's podcast one slash whatever the show is. Talk is Jericho, I think, or Jericho. But click into Amazon through that way, and whatever your purchase is, they can't do a kickback to Jericho's podcast and Stone Cold's podcast to help keep them uh, functioning as a free podcast. So go support them. Also, but, that, but definitely listen to us as well. Yeah. Talking about listening to us, uh, thank you to the final, following listeners and supporters. Uh, Eric. At Montreal Broski, uh, CJ Bambino at Bambino Express, at Legend Killer 2K8, at NYWC underscore sign guy, Jasmine at Reverse NMSage, Evan at Evan Bordner 1, Steve at Disgruntled Dork, The Wrestling Mania. At Wrestling Mania X. And speaking about Wrestling Mania X, make sure you go listen to their podcast. You can go check them out at TheWrestlingMania.com. Also, go follow John at John Griffin and the President Bits at President Bits. Some also uh, people you can check out Team Awesome 418 at Team Awesome 418 and Facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. And Weekly Wrestling Podcast at Weekly W Podcast, uh, Weekly Wrestling Podcast.com. And that's all I got this week. Brandon, any shout outs? Brandon, shout outs. Robert De Niro, wanna fuck me? Well, I feel like I haven't had an anti shout out in a bit. So get it. Like two weeks ago. No, it was more than two weeks ago. 
But getting one will be people who don't look both ways in traffic or run across busy streets while there's cars coming. That's a huge, like, why? It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm a, I agree with you on that. Next up is another anti-shout-out going to Chili's Grill and Bar because they advertise their stuff as new, but it's basically the same old shit. Uh, it, it looks as if they're trying to be a sit-down version of Chipotle, but with some burgers. I'm not buying it. Although their burger was pretty good, but the uh, other shit that I ate just just tastes like microwave lean cuisine shit. Yeah. And our last stop is a shout-out going to the movie The Wedding Ringer, which I saw the other day, and I thought it was hilarious. It stars Kevin Hart and jo- Josh Gad. Definitely uh, go check that out in theaters or wait for Netflix or whatever. Who the fuck knows? Talking about things to check out, I just saw a really good movie too, The Babadook. Um, anybody that's a horror person, horror movie fan, Jasmine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say you saw The the, the Baby did What? Yes. The Baby yes. Dick? What? No. <laughs> the what Babadook. What? Babadook. B-A-B-A- I'm here, Baby Dick. Jeez, that's disgusting <laughs> that you want to hear that. Oh, yeah. That is disgusting. Brandon wants to hear Baby B-A-B-A-D-O-O-K. Go check out that movie. That sounds it's, like uh, Baby Jeez. You're disgusting. You're reading that. it and spelling it exactly how Baby Duck is spelled. Jeez. And obviously some people around here cannot spell. Also, whoever uh, <laughs> was listening to – whoever listens and was talking about Gotham, I forgot who it was. Maybe Disgr- Disgruntled Dork? Or Renegade, I forgot who tweeted, uh, wrote to us about Gotham and my thoughts on it. Did you catch the Joker in the Arkham Asylum scene with the Joker laugh? Curious if you, uh, you probably aren't even listening. Maybe you are listening. It was Disgruntled Dork. Was it Disgruntled Dork? Yeah. All right, well, go, let me know if you uh, heard the Joker in that scene where the nurse gets knocked out. Because I thought that maybe the Joker is going to be there. So, very cool stuff. That is the week of professional wrestling. That is the Royal Rumble coverage. That is the independent wrestling news. And now it's time for our... Yes, that is correct. It is. Mark Out Moment of the Week. That's right. Our Mark Out Moment of the Week. I think it's difficult to come up with a good markout moment of the week. However, I think I'm just going to stick with, uh, I'm going to go with Sting, making his Monday Night Raw debut. Uh, I was never a big Sting fan, uh, but it's one of those things that just happen. You, it just happens, and it's wrestling. You get you mark out for weird things that you, know, you weren't part of earlier in life. No, no, my mark out moment of the week was a dream that I had because it's definitely not Sting on Raw. I, I don't, I don't care about Sting on Raw. And they I mean, call that, you the Big Show, <laughs> dude. You've been I, making references to that like it's such a funny one. But uh, I think I actually referenced that on Monday Night Raw too. But uh, what was your dream about? It was I forgot what it was about, but I remember that uh, it was after I listened to the Usos on Jericho. And it, I forgot what it involved, but I think I may have been one of the Usos or something. It, or it was just weird. Like Yokozuna was a really good friend of mine, and, but he was like he was still living and everything, and it didn't even really look like yes, yes, because Yokozuna Us- would be your friend while he's dead. No, um, what is that, Monty? 
No. What? Oh, munting? You gotta have sex <laughs> with Yokozuna? Um, I'm sure people would love to know that. No, um, but he was more Samoan. He looked more Samoan than Japanese. I think he doesn't look anything like a Japanese person. He always looked Samoan to me. I always thought that he was Japanese to me. I mean, but now when I was a kid, when I was when I was a kid looking, when I was a kid looking back at Yokozuna, I was like, this guy doesn't look Japanese. No bull crap. No, one hundred percent. When you were a kid, you didn't even know who Yokozuna was. Like when I was ten years old, when I started watching wrestling, and I would go back and watch, I'd be like, this guy doesn't look Japanese to me. No. Yeah. Liar. No, I swear to God. No, I don't. I really don't have anything else. Maybe I marked out during, uh, what is it, Total Divas, just because it's better than me watching Raw. But. And that was the show this week, folks. You could uh, thank you so much for listening. You could uh, thank you so much for listening. You could uh, thank you so much for listening. And we just lost two viewers, listeners for next week. <laughs> Did we? Uh, I don't know. I hope not. Well, take us away. All right, well, you can follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. You can follow me, Dave, on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. You can follow us during Monday Night Raw, during the pay-per-views, and during anything else during the week of professional wrestling at Out. Go like us on Twitter where we are willing to converse with you any day, any time, uh, 24-7. We'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. Facebook.com slash Out. It's so difficult uh, – to have, to have a good conversation with you and pick your mind on Twitter. So don't be offended if we uh, relay you over to the Facebook page because that's a, you have a little bit more freedom than just 140 characteristics or 60, whatever it is. Um, it's 140, Mr. 140. Um, make sure you, that you subscribe and rate us on iTunes. You can go listen to us also on Stitcher Radio. Where you can and, also leave reviews and rate yes, us. Yes, leave reviews and all of that. Um, and that's about all I got to say about that. And we wish. And you if you have, if you have any uh, cookie party suggestions before next Saturday, let me know. Let me know what you want to see. Now, which kind of cookie party are you looking for, though? Be specific. The the one with chocolate chips and sugar cookies and oatmeal cookies. Can't that be misconstrued a little bit as both? No, definitely don't think so. All right, well, you, you guys let him know which sure uh, parties he should be attending. Oh, if you want to hear any Urban Dictionary specifics, let us know. And that's about it. And we, we wish, wish you the... Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great week.